There is rich history in our state, and today we are going back to 1897. <laughs> 125 years ago. That's right. Uh, thanks for listening today as we dive into a great conversation with Tom Prather of the Mississippi Baptist Children's Village, or the Baptist Children's Village, excuse me, uh, this week and uh, this year. We celebrate 125 years of ministry to the children in Mississippi, and uh, many great things have happened and are happening for the village, and we're going to find out more about that in just a second. But before we do that, we're going to jump into some things that are coming around the corner. Around the corner. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, The Church Financial Leaders Training, you've heard us talk a lot about this. It's coming up uh, here this weekend, actually, uh, May 20th and 21st at Garway Camp, which is the official name there. I get that wrong all the time. Mm, Yeah, Uh, I've heard a lot of people have already signed up for this. Uh, Got a lot of uh, attention there, so looking forward to that from Rick Blythe in our stewardship department. Yeah, also the uh, senior adult retreats are coming up May the 17th at Fairview in Columbus and May the 19th at Salem Heights in Laurel. Obviously, as it says, it's an event for senior adults to retreat. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be good food yeah. there. Yeah, good sure. going to be yep, there. Yep. Yep. Uh, and a uh, new, new event to the podcast, July 20th and 22nd, uh, 21st and 22nd, uh, is the Mississippi Worship and Media Conference. So Mississippi Worship is combined with media, and we're going to be at First Baptist Laurel. You can find more information about this event and many other events at mbcb.org slash events. There you go. Uh, As we said, we have Tom Prather with us today, and uh, Tom's going to talk to us about the Baptist Children's Village, especially what they're celebrating and how they've been celebrating so far this year, and we'll continue. But uh, as we begin our time, there may be a Mississippi Baptist out there that is uh, unfamiliar with the starting of the Children's Village, how it came about, and uh, maybe even what the ministry actually does. So thank you for being with us, yeah. and uh, share a little bit of that with us. I will. Thank you guys for having me here today. Actually, when you think about the beginning of the village, and we've mentioned 1897, uh, May 12th in particular, which was yesterday. Mm-hmm. All right. But actually, uh, the Lord started working in the heart of Reverend L.S. Foster from Senatobia, Mississippi mm. in 1893. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, 1893, and he had a burden for children, mm-hmm. and especially orphans and those without families. So Reverend Foster started writing all the churches in Mississippi uh, way before the uh, telephone and <laughs> yeah, sure, <laughs> cell yeah. phone for sure yeah. and any social media, but... I understand there was some type of Baptist paper back then. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah. he wrote letters, uh, put an article in the Baptist paper, and he he's basically said, I am feeling impressed by the Lord to see if the churches in Mississippi would want to join together in starting a home for children. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he basically said if there are people out there, churches, that uh, feel this way also, kind of let, let me hear from you. Yeah, yeah. 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 One of the great stories on that in 1893 was there was a lady named Mrs. Lou Moore mm. from Tillatoba, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Well, she wrote back, and she said, along with my prayers, I send this dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that dollar's gone a long way. Yeah, but sure. But she said, sure. if uh, this dollar finds company, uh-huh. you'll hear from me again. Oh, wow. So obviously that dollar found company, yeah, and yeah. the move started. All the churches joined together. Reverend Foster actually became the first superintendent of the village. Mm-hmm. May 12, 1897, we accepted the first child. 
Oh, wow. So wow. Quite a story. And that was here in Jackson? It was in Jackson. Okay. Some people will be familiar where the uh, the old Jackson Mall used to be. Mm-hmm. If you're from Jackson area, you will know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's off Woodrow Wilson, but oh, the old Jackson Mall is was there and now it's the medical mall mm-hmm. well that's where the original village was it's called the baptist orphanage yeah and uh, owned that property for several years i'm not sure exactly uh, how long there but eventually uh, sold that right to the uh, jackson mall people yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and we moved to um, east clinton and built a campus out there and were there for several several years yeah and so but so much has changed i know do you have any kind of numerical numbers over these many, many years of the children's you, children you've reached through this ministry? Is, is there any kind of value number we can put we, on that? Or? Uh, we uh, we promote or mention a conservative number. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Satan Milner, who's our executive director now, uh, when he's been there about six years now, well, he when he came, he wanted a a good number mm-hmm. that he could. Uh, tell and so did a little research yeah and in the first 120 years we know there has been over 8,000 children wow yeah that have called the village home yeah and what's so amazing about that is is that Sean Milner was one of those children absolutely he uh he went there when he was five years old he Mm -hmm. and four siblings uh Sane lived there, actually, uh, until he was 23. Wow. He uh, graduated high school, uh, went to Mississippi College, and finished uh, then and became an attorney. Mm-hmm. And then after a successful career as an attorney, the Lord led him back to the village. Yeah, that's an amazing story because if anybody is going to know exactly, uh, have a heart to advocate for something like the Baptist Children's Village, uh, it's going to be someone who experienced the blessings of yeah. it. So that, that's a tremendous. It really ministry. is. It changed his life uh, and his family. I, I know a couple of his brothers, and uh, yeah. Yeah. just gotten to know them, and uh, just uh, such a such a way that God brought them there, right. and then has used them, especially saying down through the years. Yeah. Maybe, so go ahead. Maybe we need to back up just a little bit for those listening. What what What's really happening with the ministry for children here? Can you can you just ex- explain what's happening? You know, um, this is kind of a hot topic in a lot of people right now. Um, you know, adoption, foster care, um, big big need in our state. So, what what exactly is happening? Is is that fair to go ahead and jump into that real yeah, quick? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I guess to start with that also is um, our mission, uh, obviously, is to. Uh, take care of children, but what in doing that, our main goal is to share the love of Christ with them. Mm-hmm. And so every child that comes there, you know, they're going to hear the good news. Yeah. And, and the families that we uh, work with also, we get to share share with them. And you're, you're right, uh, the landscape is changing dramatically with child care uh, everywhere, to be quite honest with you. The needs are out there so so great for mm-hmm. children and families that need a place. Yeah. Our What we do is basically, uh, we have two basic programs, residential care. We have seven campuses, boys' homes, girls' homes, and then our house parents are our heroes mm-hmm. that take care <laughs> of the children there. So we uh, we do life with them on uh, on the campuses, so we take care of them in all aspects of life. Uh, 
And then we have another program called our Dorcas Ministry. We have counselors, trained counselors, that are in 33 counties in Mississippi. We actually uh, get to go into a home mm. where children are, and there's either a parent or two or a, a guardian. Mm-hmm. But we actually get to work with them and help them try to put life back together. Yeah. If that doesn't work, then we're there to hopefully take them in, into our home. Yeah. But, uh, Tanner, you're right. The uh, uh, What we would like to see uh, is if our... Uh, uh, course we rely on our churches so much mm-hmm. and they're you know they're our lifeline to be quite honest with you mm-hmm. but um they they are out there in ministry and there there are families out there that they may that you know somebody in a church may know about yeah well if you do just uh, give us a call and refer them the thing is if we can connect with those families yeah then yeah. maybe we can help them so you mentioned uh the homes right so can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, how many homes are there? Yeah. The geography of that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah so seven campuses now. Uh, from actually from North Mississippi, people will probably know where Coldwater is. Mm-hmm. Well, our home is in Independence, which is out from Coldwater. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you come to Coldwater and then down to Water Valley. Yeah, we have a campus in Louisville, Waynesboro. Star Mississippi, Brookhaven, mm-hmm. and then down uh, at Wiggins uh, okay. on the coast. Yeah. So, yeah. And on each of those campuses, we have a, a, a home for boys. It's mm-hmm. just like a home you and I would live in. Right. Yeah. A little bigger probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, and, and in that home is where our caregivers live with them, uh, the house parents. Yeah. yeah. So boys and girls' homes on each campus. They do daily life there. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, they go to the schools there. You know, house yeah. parents come to school. They carry them to the doctor. They yeah, carry them to the yeah. dentist. Uh, we have a host church for every campus, and we're okay. so thankful for our host churches. Uh, and they just, uh, our children and youth participate in all the church activity. Mm-hmm. House mm-hmm. parents go with them, Sunday school, church, yeah. all the all the things that churches do and on Wednesday and Sunday, special events. Yeah, They all go to Bible school and yeah. all those kind of things. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. it's just life there. Yeah, it's sure. It's a great Great. How did, how did how did those sites, those locations come about? Was it birthed from maybe the church in the area that wanted that site, or what? How did that come about? That I'm not sure. I know that uh, about 12 years ago, you remember I mentioned yeah. we had a huge. Our old campus was out on Clinton. Mm-hmm. All of our property was there, mm-hmm. uh, like 12 cottages, admin buildings, everything there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, the the directors saw the need to uh, kind of get out in the state and maybe connect with our children closer to their families. Sure, yeah. And live in and just, instead of, you know, being all in one place, you're right. just out doing life normally. So yeah. I know that uh, we sold that property actually to the Methodist Children Home. Okay. So mm-hmm. they have some children out there now. I know that uh, we built campuses at uh, Star, Mississippi. We built that one. Uh, we built uh, Louisville campus. Okay. Uh, that one there, the Wiggins, or actually Bond, Mississippi. Mm. Anybody know where Bond is? <laughs> well, it's quite a story because uh, y'all have heard of Dizzy Dean. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Dizzy and his wife, our boys live in Dizzy Dean's home. Oh wow! wow. Yeah, yeah. They didn't have any children. He loved. They loved the village, so they yeah. donated their home. So. 
that's how that campus came. <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Came about, and so the other two campuses had some, uh, you know, property and facilities there, and uh, uh, churches got some like Water Valley. I know there was a guy family named Reedy. It's called Reedy Acres. Mm-hmm. So the Reedy family really helped develop that one. Up in Independence or Coldwater, Pharaoh Manor. Well, there's a Pharaoh family. Okay, yeah. That had property, and they wanted. The village to be a yeah. part of that so you know one of the things that's um, always really special for me at the national convention is uh is the commissioning yeah. service yeah. and uh I, I thought last year wasn't it last year last i year. thought it was last year was really cool uh for us as a convention to come right. together as, as mississippians and and have a moment to commission right. and to pray over those house parents Absolutely. that are doing the ministry there every day that you're talking about. Yeah. So, can you talk a little bit about that? I'm sure there's always a need for more house parents. Uh, so, what what uh, you know? What are you guys looking for in a house parent, and uh, and how maybe can maybe those that are listening even help recruit in that Absolutely. area? Absolutely. Yeah, we would love for our churches to. You know, see, uh, look around, so to speak, yeah, yeah, in, in yeah. their church. And there, I'll tell you, Tanner and John, um, to answer that up front, uh, we, we obviously look at our house parents as called by the Lord to serve mm-hmm. uh, children. Right. And right. if you would to, if we had all of our house parents in one room and asked them, or separate, either way, they're mm-hmm. going to tell you, that God called them to do this. Yeah, every yeah. one of them, right down the line. Yeah, right down the line. So it's it's that's why we call them our home missionaries. Yeah, because, sure. Because uh, you know they felt God calling them to serve. Uh, they left their home and moved uh, in to minister and serve mm-hmm. with children and give pour into their life. And I call them; they're on the front lines. I'll tell yeah, you, sure. Not only just daily life. But they are sharing the gospel every day with yeah, their kids. So yeah. there, and back to the commissioning service, that uh, that is so special to be able to recognize them. Yeah, you'll understand when I say for who they are. Yeah, I mean yeah. really, that's their heart. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they are they are true missionaries in every sense of the word. And uh, we started that in 2018. Uh, uh, commissioning our house parents. Uh, Dr. Future was here then. Ken Rhodes was here then. Mm-hmm. And we presented the idea to them, and they just got behind us. So we, we went around to these host churches I mentioned yeah, yeah. and had the house parent commissioning services there. Yeah, We've actually gone to some of the home churches of the house parents. Oh, wow, yeah. But yeah. you mentioned uh, last fall at our convention, uh, state convention, that um, – that we had 14 ready to be commissioned. Wow. And since COVID had prevented us, it mm-hmm. was, and Dr. Parker, we are so thankful. We worked with him and uh, put everything together, and we were able to commission those at our convention. Super, super special. Yeah, it was. It was a great moment. And there was also a great moment transition to this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure. So tell us a little bit about what our governor of Mississippi did this week yeah. in the Baptist Village. Yeah, I mentioned 125 years uh, a little bit earlier. Well, uh, Wednesday, uh, the governor, Tate Reeves, signed a proclamation declaring May 12th, uh, which was yesterday, mm-hmm. yeah. in the state of Mississippi, Baptist Children's Village Day. Yeah, yeah we went over there, I tell you, we had a great representation from our village, family. The mm-hmm. governor was so nice and yeah. cordial. And uh, 
So yesterday was our day in the state of Mississippi. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fantastic. And I, I know uh, Dr. Parker got to be there, and we enjoyed he did. Uh, that connection as well. And so what, what an honor. Absolutely. What an honor. I'm sure you put that request in, right? To <laughs> no, saying had a little connection there. Yeah, but uh, we have, I'll tell you, there's a lot of friends, you know, in the state legislature mm-hmm. of the village. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, um, even... Um, Several came uh, there by and just said, you know, just unofficially thank you for what, because they know of the ministry of the village. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah. So. But I want to mention that, too. When we talk about the ministry of the village, mm-hmm. there's one thing I mentioned, the mission of the village is we're going to share the gospel. But when we talk about the ministry, the one thing we want our churches to know, it's not our ministry. Yeah, it's it's all of our churches in Mississippi. Now, yeah. when you think about that, just for a minute, who started us in 1897? Mm-hmm. All the Baptist mm-hmm. churches in Mississippi mm-hmm. joined together, and they have stayed joined together. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. for 125 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and we it's it's they're the ones that make what we do possible. Yeah. In other words, churches are the ones that are ministering to those children. Mm-hmm. They're the ones sharing the gospel mm-hmm. to those children because without them, we could not do it. There's yeah. no there's no way we could do that. Well, you know, it goes back to the heart of who we are as Mississippi Baptist and, and even as Southern Baptist. Our purpose is sharing the gospel, and we do it cooperatively. That's right. We Absolutely. Do it, we do it in partnership, and I know that uh, those Mississippi Baptists that are that are listening to this, they need to know that every time there's a dollar put in the plate, yeah. right, just on any given Sunday, that a portion of that goes. But uh, even Mother's Day, right, you have right. an offering on Mother's uh-huh. Day. So you might want to, or if you will, talk a little bit about that funding mechanism yeah. where the yeah. money does come from. Yeah, I'm not really sure when the Mother's Day offering um, yeah. became official, but it's a long time. Yeah, sure. And I know all of our churches are certainly familiar with that. But Mother's Day offering is... It was set aside a long, long time ago for the day for our churches to, you know, take up that offering mm-hmm. for the village. Many in our state do that. Yeah. Uh, some uh, take up the Mother's Day offering. Some take up Bible school offerings right. and vacation. Yeah. Yeah. And some just give monthly and regularly. So right. yeah, the, our churches have faithfully supported us. And I will say that, too, about our support and financial support down through the years. So. Uh, uh, cooperative program, uh, our funds, are, we get 16% from cooperative programs and 37% from individuals mm-hmm. and then 47% from our churches in Mississippi. Yeah. And, and I will say this too, we, get, we receive no federal, no state money. Right, yeah. We are privately funded by Mississippi Baptist. Yeah. And we are yeah. so thankful. Couldn't do it without them, to be Absolutely. honest with you. Yeah. That's amazing. And so as folks are listening... You've talked a lot about the church, and so how how can churches get involved if they're not already? And then I'll go ahead and ask the individual question. How can individuals get involved that aren't involved already? Yeah. Churches, uh, I tell you, when, and we're asked that a lot, uh, Tanner. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven campuses, there's always something to do mm-hmm. <laughs> on the campuses, yeah. and there's projects that we can't physically meet, maybe yeah. labor intensive, you know, for some yeah, of those kind yeah. of things. But uh, if a church wanted a, a project to go do, work project, then they certainly welcome those. We have a lot of groups 
that visit the campus. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll do um, birthday parties. They'll do Christmas parties. Mm-hmm. Just all kind of things. So there's always something, and each the needs are, you know, particular to each campus. So we what we do there is ask uh, a church group or an individual if they want to contact the campus director. That's yeah. the best best way to do that. Uh, uh, for churches as a whole, uh, I always I always tell them four things that they can help us with. In addition to the parties and the manual labor and all yeah, that kind of yeah. thing, but there there are four things that I always tell people. Number one, uh, pray seriously. Pray that God would call out more house parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, everybody's going through. It's not just the Children's Village in Mississippi, but all our sister agencies in other states are facing yeah. the same thing. Yeah. So pray that God would work in the hearts of those people, and then that we would connect with them. Yeah. About how to uh, maybe they could serve the village. And the second thing I always ask churches to pray for is pray then that God would send us the children. Mm-hmm. That he wants us to take care of. Yeah, they're out there. They're yeah, sure. So yeah. Out there. Yeah. Third thing would be that our churches and would be continue to be faithful, mm-hmm. and uh, not only financially serving, but Irvis, uh, but pray for us. And then uh, the fourth one may seem a little odd, but <laughs> it's not <laughs> in today's world. There, there are agencies and there are people out there, as you would know. That just had rather the faith-based childcare agencies go away. Yeah, I mean yeah. seriously. Yeah, and our, we're so thankful that Scene uh, has the legal background that mm-hmm. he does, and mm-hmm. and he's been able to help us and work with agencies. And but uh, just pray that God would silence those and help yeah, our ministry yeah. to continue to move forward. Absolutely, that's great. And I, I would say as well, of course, your position. You're welcome to take are willing to take all of those phone calls Absolutely. and, uh, and contacts. So uh, we appreciate you serving as a liaison between Mississippi Baptist and the Baptist Children's Village. I think that's what you that's, do. Is yeah, that a good correct. way to describe that's it? it. <laughs> so, that's it. Uh, we appreciate you being that connection, and, right. uh, and I know that you're doing a great work, and we appreciate all of the work of the Baptist Children's yeah. Village. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you for the time. It's not every day you could think about 125 years. Celebrate. That's right. That's right. exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So we just wanted to bring this to the table today. So so glad for this conversation. Thank you, Tom. And the show notes are, are becoming more and more important for our podcast, and you can have uh, a link down there to click on uh, straight to the Baptist Children's Village website as well. Um, if it's okay with Tom, we'll put your contact information Absolutely. on there, uh, at least your email address. And so... Wow, lots wow. of ministry happening. Absolutely. It's a blessing, blessing to hear this today. I know you, there's many stories uh, uh, to be told, right? Has, uh, so <laughs> but, many. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful stories. Yeah. Yeah. God awesome. has uh, done some really awesome things. It really through has. a dollar. Started with a dollar. Started with yeah. a dollar. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. cool. Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you know where to find us because you found us, but please share this <laughs> with your friends if you can. Uh, we would greatly appreciate that. We're coming up on convention, national convention, as John talked about, in California this year. And uh, we will be talking about that in the upcoming episodes and hope to have you back at the seat at the table soon. Thank you, guys.